Okay, we have been talking for several weeks now about the power of renewing our minds, how our minds directly control our actions. I've given you scriptural evidence and scientific evidence on this subject, how taking control of our thoughts can help us follow Christ, help us battle toxic thought patterns, manage anxiety, etc. But all of this is meaningless if we don't implement the pivotal thing that we're going to talk about today. So Today's message is the linchpin to our success when it comes to managing our thoughts. I want you to understand this concept and be prepared to take action. So let's get started. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle, Bible teacher and life coach, and I help Christian women like you rediscover joy and find balance through a renewed mind and a life-changing connection with Christ. Friend, I am so glad that you are here. So find a cozy spot and let's get started on today's episode. Hi there. Welcome back to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast and YouTube show. I am your host, Alicia Michelle. I am so excited to be talking about these important topics of mindset. Mindset Matters is the series that we are concluding today with this episode. And I want to encourage you as you hear about all of the things that we're going to recap today to do a simple thing. This is the simple thing that is going to be the secret to your success. So we'll dig more into that today. First, let's recap where we've been. So you can have a chance to check out some of these past episodes if you haven't had a chance to see them or to hear them. I want you to have all of the information here so that you can be equipped and encouraged in this area of managing your mind. First, there was episode 113 called Why Renewing Your Mind Matters. And we talked about the importance of how our thoughts dictate everything that happens to us. I introduced you to the model of Stebdar. So we talk about how our thoughts in our mind are formed and the emotions come around it. Those combine to create a belief. That belief creates the decisions. That decisions create the actions. The action create the results. But the important part being that it all starts back at our thoughts. And we have the power to control our thoughts. We are the only creatures in this world who have the ability to stand outside of our brain and make a decision and not just respond with an animal instinct to what's in front of us. So God also commands us to take captive any thought that doesn't line up with his truths. And we talked about all of that and the implications of doing that in episode 113. So check that one out. Episode 114 was about seven weapons of warfare to renew our mind. And this was a great episode because we talked about how we're in a battle and how we can use God's truth as that plumb line for managing our thoughts. And I gave you seven different weapons of that truth, ways to use truth to protect the thoughts that are in there. So check that one out. Episode 115 was a really powerful one. Some of you really enjoyed this. I know you've written to me and told me all about it. Overthinking was the topic for that one. How to stop overthinking everything. Oh my gosh, this is a huge issue, of course, for so many of us. We just dwell and 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 get caught up in these thoughts. I struggled with this for a really, really long time. And that was something that God has given me some freedom on. And so I shared with you some very powerful tips and tricks, so to speak, not only from my own life, but from science, from scripture, from ways that we can move past overthinking and also why we get stuck there and ways to get out of the pattern. So good stuff. And then last episode was what is mindfulness and is mindfulness okay for Christians? That was episode 116. So how can the practice of mindfulness help us in controlling our thoughts? What is mindfulness? What isn't mindfulness? And how mindfulness relates to meditation, how it can be this proactive way 
to manage the thoughts that are inside of us. And I hope that that episode really debunked for you some myths about meditation. I know when I looked more into meditation and mindfulness, it really was something that became less scary and became less mystical and kind of, well, I have to act a certain way or it has to happen at a certain moment in my day, but that meditation and mindfulness are powerful tools and tools that we can even see in scripture, the effects of those tools. So God encourages us to use them. So check out that episode. And so for all of those episodes, you can find them, of course, in the podcast player, if you're listening to however you listen to this Apple podcast or iHeartRadio, however you listen, but you can find them also, including the show notes as well on the website at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash episode dash, and then whatever number it is, 115, 116, whatever it is, you'll find that there. And I encourage you to check those out if you have not been able to listen to all of them, or if you just want a refresher before we go into this last episode. So today's episode, we're going to bring it all together. And I want to give you a forward action step from today's episode. And I want you to have a passion and a calling and a desire to do something with the information that you've been given. So before I dig into that, before I talk about some of the the ways to get to that place, I want to give you one more resource. If you are interested in understanding our minds, and this has been really fascinating for you to look at all of this, I want to give you a free four-part training. It's called How to Manage Your Thoughts. It's something that I will send you via email. So you can just go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind, and you will see how to get that sent directly to you. This is a four-part training that covers all kinds of stuff, everything from managing anxiety, figuring out how to deal with difficult emotions, great teaching here. And so you'll get those teachings sent to you. And then there is a homework sheet attached to each training so that you can practice those and answer some questions about them and begin to implement them and play with them and experiment with them a little bit. So that's an awesome resource, totally free. And when you sign up for that resource, you're also going to be on the list to be one of the first people to have an opportunity to try the brand new course that's coming out on mindset it's called the Christian Mindset Makeover. And this is a nine-week boot camp of sorts that shows you how to gather up these, um, these powerful skills of managing our mind, how to implement them, how to get started in this, how to make them work for you, how to practice them so that you can stop being just a victim of your thoughts, stop being just this person that's kind of bounced back and forth, but really be a person who's intentionally living the way God wants you to live. So Go for, if you're interested in all of that, go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind and get on the list and get that free training sent to you. Today, we've been talking about, like I said, sharing some of the, the knowledge behind managing our thoughts, but I want you to be able to move into action. So I hope by now you can see the importance, but today is where the rubber meets the road. Today is where you decide, what are you going to do with this knowledge? What are you going to, what actions are you going to take? And there's three things that you are going to need to be able to move forward in this. And so I'm going to give you those three right now and walk you through them. First, you need a why. Now, this why simply means, why is this important to you? Why is this going to change your life? Why, the why is the motivation. Why is what moves us forward? You've probably heard that, in nature, even in something as small as an amoeba, there's two ways to get a a creature to move, basically, to move it towards pleasure 
or to move it away from pain. And we can see that in a Petri dish, if we put an amoeba in a Petri dish, you put a little cube of sugar, the amoeba will move toward the pleasure, the sugar, or if you have a little stylus and you, and you poke the amoeba, it will move away from the stylus from pain. You friend need a reason to move forward, whether from pain or towards pleasure. You need that reason in your heart. For me, I'll tell you my reason. My reason started three years ago when I was sitting in that hospital bed after going through a major medical crisis, nearly losing my life. The doctor's telling me that I was lucky to be alive and the Lord telling me, this is not going to be something that we go through again. This is your second chance. I spared your life so that you can live differently. And the Lord walking through with me during that whole year afterwards of recovery of having to lay in bed and be sick physically and having everybody take care of me and having taken care of our family. It was just, it was a breaking time, but it was a healing time. And that in that moment, God began to rebuild my life the way I wanted it to be. He rebuilt my life by help helping me to have time in his word every day. He rebuilt my life by helping me how to sleep better, how to take care of my body better, so many things. And when I got to the part of myself that was like the mental side of everything, it really came down to, well, why? Why did I end up like this? How did I allow myself to get so off kilter? And it came down to my motivations. I had allowed my thoughts to be so wrapped up in performing, in achieving. My worth had been tied up in that. Everything in my life was about that on the subconscious level. And I was making all of these choices in my day without even really realizing it to live a certain way that was literally killing me. So for me, when you ask me my why, my why is I am never, ever going back to that. I'm never going back to a place where my worth is determined by my outcome. Now, I knew that on a logical standpoint, just like you know that on a logical standpoint, but it had been so embedded in me, it had been so wired into my subconscious mind that that is what I was operating from. Didn't matter that cognitively I thought something different. It was what I was operating from. So for me now, managing my thoughts, my why is I never want there to be any thought that is so opposite to the truth of what God says I am, that that is driving me and causing me to destroy myself. And it's a very slippery slope. It's very easy to go down that path. So for me, I want to know what's going on in my mind. I want to know how I can build it to support my brain, to support the good plans that God has for me, to support the truth that is real about me. I want to be aware of it. I want to be aware of what's happening. So my question for you is, what is your story? Where do you want to go? What has happened to you? that you don't want to have happen to you anymore. And how is the enemy stolen from you in this area? I encourage you to get mad about this because let me tell you what the enemy stole from me for most of my life. He kept me stuck in anxiety. He kept me stuck in worry. He kept me stuck in shame. He kept me stuck in perfectionism and in needing to perform for other people and needing to prove myself. All of that was false. And I didn't even realize it was happening. He was so sly in how he did it. He kept me stuck in a place that was so destructive to my soul and I wasn't even aware of it. That was what was crazy. I never want to go back there. And some of you are in that place right now where you are tied up. You're tied up 
by the enemy's lies and you don't even realize it because you're not aware of what's going on, right? And friend, I'm saying these things to you in the deepest love and the deepest sense of respect because I want women to get freedom in this. I want women to get fired up about this. I want them to be tired of knowing that their lives are being diverted by these plans of the enemy that are completely contrary to what the word of God says. But we have to be aware of what the plans are. We have to be intentional about how we're going to go get past them. We have to stop talking about renewing our minds. I can't even tell you how in vogue it has become to talk about renewing your mind and, and managing your thoughts. I've been starting to see more of it in the Christian world. And while that's incredible, of course, we need to be talking about this. The problem is, are we taking action? You've read verses like Romans 12, two before. I know you have that talk about renew your mind, be transformed by the word of God, not by the things of this world. You know, these truths, I knew these truths, but are you acting on them? Find your why friend, find out why this is important to you. Find out what has been stolen from you, what is being stolen from you and what will be stolen from you if you do not take this under control. How has the enemy taken your peace? How has he taken your joy, your confidence, even your connection with God because of how these things built up? You need to get fired up and you need to decide that it is no more. We are not dealing with this anymore. So once you've figured out your why, the next thing you need is a plan. We need to know what to do with all this energy, right? We can't just be mad. We need an intentional, focused, specific plan on how to manage your mind. You need proven solutions. You need to be able to understand in depth why your thoughts get stuck like this. You need to be able to learn how to release yourself from condemnation and shame and those things that keep you from accepting the word that is in you, right? Accepting the truths of God. You need to be able to understand this from a science perspective, from a brain perspective, from a spiritual perspective. You need to be able to learn how to offensively see what the thoughts are that are there how to clean them out, how to replace them with truth. And I want to teach you these scientific, neurologically-based ways to do that. So you need to be able to do that. And then you also need to be able to do the other side of it, which is what I call the defense. You need to be able to protect and cultivate the thoughts that are there. How can you proactively dwell on the truth and cultivate the right thoughts? How can you build habits and practices that not only notice the untruth building up, but proactively bring in the goodness of God, bring in the good truths of the moment that make you aware of the blessings that are here. How can you build that up? These are not things that happen overnight. This is not just theoretical learning. This is implementing the truth. And that is the breakdown that I see happening is that people hear about all these things, but they are not willing to do the hard work to implement them. And that is what I want to teach you in the Christian Mindset Makeover. I want to give you the tools and give you the chance to practice it in real time right there and begin to cultivate these, these powerful life skills that will change you from the inside out and change not only where you're at right now, but give you the ability to step into the great plans that God has for you in the future. So these are tools and these are tools that aren't taught in classrooms, but every person needs to know them to access this full vibrant life that God has for us. And we need practice. We need to live in this incubator. We have to have a place to see it. We have to have a place to try them, to exercise our muscles in this area. So you need a plan. You need a plan. 
And you need to start walking on that plan. And that is what the Christian Mindset Makeover can help you to do. The third thing that you need to be able to implement all of this is you need a time to start. You need to start. You just need to say right now is where I'm ready to do this. You have to have a reason to start now. It's too easy to just put this off and make excuses. It's too easy to say, well, after I finish this in my life or after the holidays or when my kids get out of school or when my kids get older, that's a huge one. Listen to me right now, friend. You are going through things right now. Your thoughts are affecting the future that you will be six months from now, a year from now, 20 years from now. Every single thing you're doing now is either building your brain towards health or building it towards disease and decay and the plans of the enemy. Everything that you're doing right now has an effect. So if you want to step out of it, there is no other way to change it but by changing right now. Now is the time. Now is the moment. There's never going to be a perfect time to start. There's never going to be, everything's going to line up. That's a lie that can keep us trapped is, well, when I feel like this, when I, when this happens, don't let yourself fall into that trap right now is the time right now is the moment we can also feel fear. And I want to acknowledge that here because that can be a really normal response. When we decide I am ready, I'm going to start this fear is a normal way when we're looking at any kind of change. And I want to give you, without going too deep into this, two powerful Hebrew words that can help you understand the concept of fear better. There are two words that are used in the Old Testament for fear. One is pakad, P-A-C-H-A-D, and the other one is yara, which is Y-I-R-A-H. Pakad fear is the fear of something very real happening that could actually happen, like getting into a car accident, like getting on a plane and being worried about somebody doing something to you, maybe assaulting you on the plane or the plane crashing, these worries that are very real and that could happen. So that is Picard fear. It is a good thing and that it keeps us from driving hundred miles an hour on the freeway because we think, well, I could get in an accident. It's that awareness, that inner awareness in us that that's probably not a wise thing to do, right? To not touch the fire with our hands. It's just not a wise thing to do. The other side of fear is the yura fear. And yura is the sense of something greater than what you are. Yura is the sense that there is something bigger happening. It's the sense we get around God, that there's something out of our control, but that's this beautiful thing we sense but it's a little scary because it's not something that we have control over. It's that feeling of knowing that you're about to step into a new season and you're not quite sure what's going to happen. That feeling of knowing that God is calling you to start a ministry or to, to step out and talk to someone about him. And you're like, oh, that's kind of scary. That's Yura. Now, Yura is a good fear. Yura is the feeling of expansiveness. It's that feeling that God is taking us. It's that invitation. I see it as to something bigger and greater than what is right now. So yura is a good thing. And if we can learn to distinguish when we look at fear between pakad and yura in terms of what we're feeling in a moment, it's really powerful. And nine times out of 10, my guess is a lot of us get to that feeling and realize we don't want to do it. But if we could recognize the difference between yura and pakad, it would really help. So if we recognize that yura 
is what's happening there, we can lean into it. We can lean into your raw because that's God calling us to a bigger place. And that's normal. God still has that understanding and feeling that he's saying, I get it. I know this is scary. I'm with you. I am with you. How many verses are in the Bible that talk about God's comfort? I am with you. Take courage. Don't be afraid, right? All of the wonderful stories that we know in the Old Testament of God calling his people to be brave and to go into the world, to try that new thing, to to take over the land. These are things that God calls us to, and that's the Urah. So I share all of that to say, if you're feeling fear about taking a step forward into this right now, to know that chances are you're probably feeling your raw. It may be God calling you to something bigger that it's kind of scary. You're not quite sure what's there, but to sit in it and to lean into it and let the Lord comfort you through it and give you the courage to move forward. Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, their plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. He wants you to live fully. He wants you to be close to him. He has good plans for you and you cannot, and I cannot step into that good life in the fullest capacity until you're able to use the power of your mind to help you get there. You're going to make progress if without, if you, without confronting this part of yourself, but you're going to only be two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. Why not use the amazing gift of the power of your thoughts to be able to help you get where you want to go, to be able to help you not just accomplish a goal or to create new habits, but to enjoy the life that's in front of you, to be able to absorb the truths of scripture. So many blessings that come from learning how to control our thoughts and living in a way that is powerful. And these things that we talk about in this course, they're not just these theoretical concepts. These are things that I personally have experienced in my life. They're things I have seen in my clients' lives, dozens and dozens of clients. They're things we have seen with all kinds of scientific research. We can we will be quoting study after study of how this stuff works. It's powerful. This is the kind of brain stuff, brain priming, all kinds of other top words that you'll learn that athletes use to be able to walk into an arena or walk into a stadium and have the confidence to know that they're going to throw that football or hit that baseball in a way that they've trained in practice because they have been using their power of their mind to prepare themselves. This kind of stuff is powerful because it's proven in all these areas and we see how it shows up in scripture. So I want you to know that this stuff that we're going to be talking about in this course, it is real and it is life-changing and I encourage you to step into it. And that's why I am calling you in, if this is all resonating with you, to join me as one of these beta members of the Christian Mindset Makeover. Now I say beta Because at the time of recording, we are doing a beta version of the course. And what does beta mean? It just simply means that we are going through this for the first time, that the information is going to be created. Honestly, we have a good idea of what the information will be, of course, but we are going to be creating it in real time, in live time, and refining it with the group of ladies who are going through this so that we can make it as good as it needs to be. It's going to be incredibly powerful. This is information that I have taught through coaching programs, but I've not taught in a course format like this. So I want to make sure that what I'm offering in this course is going to be exactly what you need. 
So that's the purpose of the beta. Now, you may be listening to this and we may be out of beta. And if that's the case, then you know that it's already great and perfected and gone through and has testimonials and all that stuff. But this is the Christian Mindset Makeover. It is a nine-week course that's presented as a boot camp for us to be able to let you just get these core essential trainings on how to renew your mind and to let you practice in a powerful way within the confines of this incubator and from both a offensive, like we're getting rid of the thoughts and a defensive, we're replacing them with what needs to be there. And we're finding habits and mindsets and triggers that are going to cultivate it. We're removing the, the we're setting up boundaries and we're getting rid of those things that are keeping us from what we need to be. And we're doing it a little at a time so that it's totally actionable and completely doable. And there's all kinds of exercises. There's all kinds of of ways to make it happen. That's going to be powerful. So we are opening the doors this week, the week of May 24th, when this goes live. And I want you, if again, this is something that you're like, yes, I want to be a part of this. You can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mindset dash makeover. So mindset, M-I-N-D-S-E-T dash makeover. And this is why right now is the best time to go through this. Well, first of all, I'm going to be putting this together with you guys live. So I'm going to be teaching the information, listening to feedback. I'm going to be asking, how did this work? What did you think of this? What else could we add into this area? I want to make sure, again, that this is something that is going to be powerful. I've seen it, again, in scientific studies. I've seen it in my own coaching practice. I've seen it in my own life. But putting it into this whole framework, I want to make sure in real time that it's meeting all of the needs that you guys have. And you'll be able to interact with me live around that to to do that. And that may or may not be something that's available in the future with this model. So I want to make sure that if that's something you're interested in, this is the time to do that. And another great reason is that this course is going to be offered for half of the price that it will be when it opens up to the public later. So if you want to save some moolah, this is the time to be a part of this course, half the price of what it will be when we open it up as a general course to the whole public. So the doors are only open through midnight on May 31st. That is when we are shutting the doors and saying, all right, June 1st, we are starting this program together as a group. And I would love for you to be a part of it. So again, vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mindset dash makeover. And I would love to have you as part of this group of beta ladies going through the course for the first time. Have a great rest of your week, friend. I hope that this has been encouraging to you. And I would love to hear what is your action step based on all of the information that we've been talking about in this series. What are you going to do to discover your why? What are you going to do to step into this plan that we've been talking about? And what are you going to do to decide to start, to decide that this is the time? What is it that you're going to take? What actions are you going to take? Because again, information without action has no power behind it. So join me for the Christian Mindset Makeover. If this is something that you're like, yes, I am ready. I would love to work with you in this area. and. I look forward to more discussions that we'll be having here on the podcast and in the YouTube show. Please subscribe if this is something that you're like, yes, I want to hear more of this. I would love to stay in contact with you and continue to speak to you about these things on a regular basis, encouraging you and blessing you. Have a great rest of your week, friend. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.